Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The world is a dark place. It's no secret that every day we go farther and farther into darkness. But as Pastor J.D. talks about in today's prophecy update, we have a hope. Jesus said in Revelation that he's going to return and take us home. Jesus is going to come back to reclaim the earth. He'll fix everything. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on June 4th, 2023. Listen to what in verse 4, Daniel chapter 12, God tells Daniel to do with it. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Now, couple thoughts real quick. This is not just that technology would increase. It also carries with it the idea of knowledge of Bible prophecy will increase. And here's how I get there, by the way. You have this prophecy in the book of Daniel, detailed in in some respects. This detailed prophecy, Daniel's given this vision, this revelation of the time of the end, and then he's told, seal it up until the time of the end, and then at the time of the end, we're going to open this thing up. And the knowledge of that which I've told you to seal up will increase the knowledge of Bible prophecy will increase. Technology will increase. It will be so advanced at the time of the end. In fact, I want you to keep this prophecy shut until that time. Well, it's that time. And we're opening this thing up. And we're understanding it, and our understanding of it is increasing. Our knowledge is increasing. If you were to ask me what I thought was one of the most compelling reasons for this being the last hour today, it would be today's technology. And the reason being is that the advances in technology in just the last five to ten years is the precise technology that's described in the pages of Bible prophecy today. In other words, were technology to continue advancing as fast as it has, 
you would very soon exceed the technology described in Bible prophecy. And just let's just think that through together, if you don't mind. Let's just say, for purpose of discussion, hypothetically, that technology were to increase at the speed that it has increased heretofore, which it's not going to be the equivalent because it's exponential. You know what I mean by that? So the technology has advanced in the last five years. It will not advance proportionately in the next five years. It will advance even faster in the next five years. So wouldn't it stand to reason, again, just think this through with me, wouldn't it stand to reason that if that were the case, and this were not the last hour, that the, the technology described in Bible prophecy would not be present in the world today? We would not have that technological capability, because it's describing something that is so far advanced, so far into the future, that it, it cannot actually happen now because that technology does not exist now. Here's the truth of the matter, and I want you to really listen to what I'm about to say to you. The technology that we have today is actually old technology that has just been released to the public. And when I say that, this is not an exaggeration. This technology has been around for decades, decades. They've had the capability, and it's satanic intelligence, by the way. They, they've had the, the ability, the technology, but not the acceptability. See, the public would have never accepted this kind of technology unless you do something to them so they will? Hmm. What do you mean? Oh, oh the, they'll be standing in line for this technology if you do that, release this, do that. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Dare I, yes I do dare, <laughs> say that 9-11 was planned so that they could introduce this technology that they already had that would have never otherwise been accepted. Uh, by the way, mandated vaccines, anthrax vaccines, they would have never been able to get away with that had it not been for what they did on 9-11. The Patriot Act, do you even know what that is? I, I would encourage you, I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I hope I don't come off angry. <laughs> Just saying that sounds like, well you are angry. I told someone one time, I said, if you keep telling me I'm angry, I'm going to get angry. I'm not angry, but you keep telling me I'm angry. So now I'm angry because you keep telling me I'm angry. I better leave that right there. I am angry at the world, and it's a righteous anger. But what we're, we're experiencing in this, the last hour, 
was already in place decades ago. And they had satanically, strategically planned. When I say they, let me qualify that because they're known by many different names. I choose the name conspirators. You can call them globalists, the elite, whatever you want to call them. They're the conspirators, and these people are at best demon-possessed, at best demon-possessed people that Satan has inhabited. Well, you say at best, what, what, what are they at worst? Transhuman. They're not even human anymore. And we talked about that as well. So when I say they, I want to qualify it. I'm referring to these conspirators, demon-possessed at best, transhuman at worst, not even human anymore. And so they, they satanically, strategically, because Satan is using them to do his bidding to destroy the world. To call the population, to reduce the population, to kill humanity which we're going to talk about in a moment. Because the enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. What does he want to destroy? He wants to destroy that which he hates. What does he hate? God, and by extension, his creation. He wants to destroy the earth, Revelation 16. He wants to destroy man created in the image of God. So this technology that we have today is the technology that is described in the pages of Bible prophecy. And I would venture to say that if you were to try, you can try, but if you were to try to fast forward even a few years, you've already surpassed the technology that is described in the Bible. And if there were that many years left, then certainly the Word of God would describe that technology at that time. Let's talk about the second reason why we know with a certainty that this is the last hour and it's mankind's survivability. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 22. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. Translated, during the tribulation, the Jewish nation, God's elect, because that's the purpose of the tribulation, is for the salvation of the Jewish nation. It's going to be so horrific, so bad, that if God did not intervene and cut short those days, no human being would survive it. And really, this is what Jesus is describing. And, and in the original language, it's, it's even more specific because it carries with it again the idea of flesh and blood. Humanity. What makes us human. 
(laughs) Flesh and blood. That's what we are. Humankind is flesh and blood. And Jesus is saying that unless I interrupted and intervened and cut short those days, no human flesh and blood would have survived. That's how bad it's going to be. The survivability of mankind. Now, how then, Pastor J.D., with all due respect, I always throw that in because... I get that a lot. I always know I'm going to get it when it starts off with, with all due respect. Uh Oh, here we go. So I'm just turning it around with all due respect. How is it then that you arrive at the conclusion that based on mankind's survivability at this hour in human history, that this is the last hour of human history? Well, I hope it would be deemed an obvious reason, given the multitudes of people who heretofore have not survived the death shot. I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and um, sadly, there's really no way, I know of no way, to verify the authenticity of some of the statistics that are coming out now. But it is believed, and I want you to try to wrap your mind around this, because it's a mind-numbing number. It is thought that there are now one billion with a B people that have died because of this. They didn't survive. Doubtless many of you know that we're on the receiving end of numerous and voluminous emails and comments from people about their own harrowing experiences, especially with respect to this so-called vaccine, which it is absolutely not. I'd like to share a couple with you, starting with this one. There are a lot of people who are suddenly gone. And so many are not paying attention because it is so widespread. And I'm not quoting uh, what she wrote, just I want to parenthetically say this. By the way, you will never, ever, ever get them to admit that it was because of the death shot. They will never admit it. But it is. People are dying by the multitudes because of this poisonous death shot. And they're calling it everything but what it really is. And the survivability of mankind is at stake at this hour in human history, which is why this is the last hour of human history. I mean, at this rate, if that number is true, and it very well could be, unverified, but let's just carry that through and just use our God-given intellect and, and reason and logic and think that through? What's the population of the planet? Approximately 8 billion, let's say. If it is 1 billion, that's a lot of people. 
And if I'm not mistaken, by the time you get to the book of Revelation, it describes the death of the majority of the population of the world. So how do you, and again, I'm just bear with me, how do you not see or say that this is it? How do you get from this to 25 years from now? That's, that's not reasonable. That's not logical. That is nonsensical. Because already at this, or even if it's not that big of a number, it's still a big number. Uh, you run out of numbers. <laughs> and it's not going to take 25 years to do so at this rate. We're three years into this thing, right? Three. You know that, right? And you, you want to go three more years? I don't know how you get there. I can't get there. Quoting, unless the loss touches each individual personally, hardly any are aware. My father just died in February, and the amount of people who have passed through the tiny funeral home here is three times the normal amount. And then she says this, and this is really interesting. You probably noticed this. The cancer centers, you know the, the, uh, the resurgence of cancer now is off the charts. I mean, there's not even charts. The, the numbers are astounding. The cancer centers, because of the poisoning, land, air, sea. Because <laughs> that's what cancer is. It's the, it's the body trying to rid itself of a toxin, a poison, a cell that has been introduced into the body. The cancer centers everywhere are so booked up that if you show up in the emergency rooms, you may have to sit for days until they can allow you admittance. Booking cancer appointments has to be done many months in advance to reserve a spot to receive it. The nursing homes are losing people at a staggering rate. The cancer with interesting, strange and exotic characteristics is off the charts. Cancers that have not been really even named or diagnosed before. Oh, they'll categorize it and lump it in as a rare form of cancer. Meaning, we've not seen this before. Still, in all of this, Jesus, our Lord and God, is working. Thank you, Pastor Frog, and please thank your congregation, that would be you, for opening their arms and welcoming us out here, who have no such way of having a community. We feel the love and 
the encouragement. There's that word encouragement again. This next one is interesting, and I wanted to share it with you because it has to do with the spraying of poison in the skies, known as geoengineering, which we've covered in prior updates referring to Dane Wigington of geoengineeringwatch.org. When I got this email, I, I had to reread it a couple times because it was just stunning. Hello, Pastor J.D. Just a curious note for you on geoengineering. Listen to this. My wife Diana and I watched Top Gun, the original movie, on Amazon Prime last night. It was free, so I wanted to see it in high def. It was interesting to see the sky wasn't very blue in some scenes. So? We popped our DVD in from 1988, and sure enough, the sky was vivid blue, like it should be. We had heard Hollywood might change films to match the current skies as we see them now. Well, we have seen it for ourselves. The Top Gun film has been manipulated, as is the weather manipulated through geoengineering. Mankind's survivability is an indicator, one of many, that this is the last hour. This brings us to the third and final one, deception spiritually. I want to read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning in verse 9. The coming of the lawless one, speaking of the Antichrist, will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie, and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth, but have delighted in wickedness. Delighted. They're thrilled by it. They delight in it. In other words, the time of the end will be marked by this supernatural, powerful delusion and deception in the realm of the spirit, the supernatural realm, spiritually, supernaturally, and it's going to be so deceptive. I truly do not know if it's possible to overstate just how important this one indicator in particular is. We're so glad you joined us for this prophecy update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. 
If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.